Ava Addison's. Well, let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Isn't that good to know that whatever you do for Christ, it, it really, really matters. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Welcome to Airing the Addisons. And you may know, I am not Will or Mickey Addison, though I love them very much and respect them beyond words. My name is Alex McFarland, and I'm sitting in for Will and Mickey today. We've got a great show, folks. And you don't want to miss the show because we're going to talk about the spiritual condition of the country. And we've got two incredible leaders here that we're going to talk with, and we're going to uh, converse with you all a little bit. You're listening to the American Family Radio Network, and we're coming to you live, live from Nashville, Tennessee. And the crew from Tupelo is up here, the AFR crew. And uh, there's a big convention going on called National Religious Broadcasters. And so keep it in prayer, folks. I mean, I just was down on the floor and I, I saw Johnny Erickson Tata, who is just a great representative of the gospel all around the world. And people like Tony Evans, oh my goodness, and how we love Dr. Evans. His wife just went to be with the Lord a few uh, weeks ago, and Tony Evans is here. And you know what? There are several thousand people in this building that are really fighting the good fight, as, as so many of you are who are listening, but they're fulfilling the Great Commission. They're taking the name of Jesus to the very ends of the earth, and we're going to introduce a guest who's doing that very same thing too as well. But with me in the studio is a colleague and friend of many years, a man named Sam Hicks. Sam, it's good to have you on airing the Addisons on the American Family Radio Network. Hey, thanks. thank you so much, Alex, for allowing us to be here. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we're going to bring up a guest, but um, and we're going to talk with you at length later in the show. But uh, quickly tell people uh, what you're doing for the gospel right now, uh, Sam. Uh, sure. Um, so we have a specialized unit there's a, uh, that works in the anti-trafficking areas. We uh, specialize in international operations and countries that invite us in. And um, there's a, we can get into this. There's a lot of people in that space right now, it seems like. But uh, we're uniquely crafted in that we do the extractions, we rescue the girls, night operations from human trafficking yeah, from human trafficking sex well, trafficking wow god bless you we're going to talk more about that right now another sam uh, a brother colleague and friend sammy tippett he's an evangelist and evangelism is something that the church in america i would submit to you the church needs to really rediscover and reemphasize. and we've got something that we're going to tell you about in june that i think is going to underscore that but Sammy Tippett is somebody I've known for uh, known of for a long time. He's in Texas, and uh, Sammy Tippett Evangelistic Ministries is such a great, great work. Hey, brother, are you there? Can you hear me? I am, and it's good to hear you. Good to hear you. Now, are you based out of San Antonio? Yes, I'm in San Antonio, Texas. We've been here for about 33 years, and we've lived another 10 years uh, here in San Antonio, but it's more our, our base of operation. We we travel and minister all over the world. And uh, so the, the Alamo is is right there 
and uh, the historic Minger Hotel, isn't it? That's right, and uh, the place where they drew a line in the dirt and said, hey, take your stand, and I think it's time for us to take our stand again today uh, for the Amen. gospel. And uh, and the the Alamo, that, it's been a few years, but they've got like a brass mark in the ground where they drew that line in the sand, don't they? That's right, that's right, and it's really a, a historic type thing that, that is a great call, and uh, for for people to make a decision on on which side they're going to stand and how how uh, willing they are to to go all the way to run the the race to finish the course. Um, you know, let let's pick up on that a little bit, uh, wh- Sammy. What would it mean like to draw a line in the sand and to take take your stand for the gospel to unequivocally say, "Look, for God and country." Uh, unashamed, I'm going to speak up for truth, for Jesus. What, what would drawing a line in the sand look like in 2020, Sammy? Well, you know, it's, it's really changed. The, at least our nation has changed. It was, there was a point in time when, uh, you know, it, it was just, if you were a Christian, you could slide by and everybody was happy and no one challenged that. But we're not living in that day today to, to stand up and say, you know, I love Jesus. He's my Lord, my Savior, and I'm going to follow Him, and I'm going to obey Him. Uh, it, it can be costly today. However, I will say to you that, and I don't know if you know this about me, but back in 1971, uh, I was arrested for sharing the gospel in Chicago. My and, goodness. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and that I was, was way passing back. out gospel tracts in the nightclub district, and people were coming to Christ, and... Uh, wow. In fact, the clubs, which normally closed at 4 in the morning, started closing at midnight because of a lack of business, and God was moving. <laughs> uh, there were some actual dancers who came to Christ, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and God changed their lives. And so uh, a policeman was paid off and uh, to arrest us, and, and we were arrested, uh, a colleague and myself. And then um, uh, we I, I built a cross, and place it in front of Mayor Daly's office at, at the Picasso Plaza there in downtown Chicago and prayed and fasted uh, until my trial came and called for the Chicago to, to repent. And um, Amen. And I, I went to court, and uh, I was found not guilty. It was thrown out, uh, and the city of Chicago uh, admitted to false arrest. But we challenged we challenged the, the system. Hey, you know, God had, uh, you know, given us a message to bring to people living in darkness, and they were receiving that message. And, and so the, um, uh, you know, when you challenge darkness, it's going to cost you. And I learned yes. that early. I'm so glad that I learned that early in my ministry. And, um, and, and, you know, from that day forward, I said, you know, I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm going to share Jesus with people no matter where, no matter what happens, that, that I've drawn a, a line in the sand. Now, that was a very unusual thing back in 1971. I mean, that well, was, Let me ask you this, Sammy. Would you have considered yourself part of the Jesus movement of the, the early 70s? The, the, the news media there um, considered me the leader of the Jesus movement in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was, um, you know, I was kind of branded that. We had... Uh, four front front page articles in the Chicago Tribune. There was a front page article of me baptizing in full color, a picture of me baptizing in Lake Michigan. <laughs> so, 
So, wow. Uh, well, we, you know, I, I, let me let me ask you this. Chicago is well known, at least in Christian circles, for the work of D.L. Moody in the 19th century. And, you know, D.L. Moody really kind of rocked the world. And Chicago, with Moody Church, Moody Bible Institute, um, was kind of an epicenter of Christianity. How did it go from that to the latter 20th century and currently to be such a, a place of darkness? Well, you know, and, and this is what I think is critically important. Every generation must have a fresh touch from God. You can't go on the previous generation. Every generation has got to see their place of every generation of Christians. And and, and that's why I think revival is so important and, and, and a yes. spiritual move of the you know, of God among his people, because what happens is, you know, we, we go out there, we do the work of God, God blesses, and, and then we get complacent. And when you get complacent, I can tell you right now, the devil's not complacent, and darkness is not complacent, and it will move in, and it will move in rapidly. And especially today with communication and transportation the way it is, uh, darkness can travel quite Amen. rapidly like never before in history. So we have to, we need revival. Uh, every generation has got to have a move of the Spirit of God in, in reviving that generation. I want to tell everybody, uh, Sammy Tippett, an evangelist. By the way, quickly, uh, what's your website, Sammy? It's just www.sammytippett.org, and that's S-A-M-M-Y-T-I-P-P-I-T dot O-R-G. We've got something very exciting, June 6th, Saturday night, June 6th, Orlando, Florida. The, the annual meeting of the Baptist is going to be in Orlando, Florida, the Southern Baptist Convention. They've got their meeting. But just before it begins, we've got a big event, and um, I guess this God really birthed this idea in your heart. Am I right, Sammy? You're the leader of the, the Baptist Evangelist, the Conference of Southern Baptist Evangelists. But listen to this, folks. It's going to be open to the public. And if you're, if you're a Baptist leader and you're considering, hey, should I, uh, it's just the annual meeting, should I go or not, this is the one you want to go to. If you go to one Baptist meeting in your lifetime, this is the one your church and your staff need to go to. And we're going to talk about why it's that significant. But listen, folks, Sammy Tippett is going to be there. I'm going to be there. There's going to be music. There's going to be speaking. But listen, folks, James Dobson. And I worked for him. He's To me, he's right up there with Billy Graham. And Dr. Dobson doesn't do a lot of uh, travel. It's just his radio is his thing. But I called him up and I said, look, we need to talk about God and country, a revival. Would you come to Orlando and let's do a one-night rally for pastors, leaders, the Orlando region? And he said, you bet, I'll be there. Sammy, um, this is big, isn't it? It's huge, and and I really believe that the key to revival that you know I was just mentioning is in the family, in Amen. the home, because um, there's been a breakdown of the family unit, and we've got to come back and rebuild our homes. I believe even our Christian homes have broken down, and so we've got to come and start right there. And uh, there is no better person, I believe, equipped to really challenge us to do that as Dr. Dobson. And Amen. so for him to be willing to come and be a part of this, to me, is huge. And, uh, you know, I'm praying that this will be the spark that will ignite the fire 
or revival in America beginning in our homes. And so we're calling this Hope for the Home. And, Hope uh, for the home. and we, we just uh, are excited about it. Uh, we, the Holy Land Experience is a beautiful facility. They have Church of All Nations. We're going to host it there. And uh, it'll be open to the general public. And also we're hoping that a number of leaders from around the nation will join us. And uh, it, it'll just be an exciting evening. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, prior to that, doing a major thing around the world, uh, challenging people to share Christ with their families. And uh, we're, we're hoping to share the gospel with 10 million people. Uh, and I will leave, I'll be in Brazil doing this worldwide effort. But, well, I'll come back from Brazil directly to Orlando for this event. And what I'm hoping is that we'll just bring fire <laughs> And, yeah. and Dr. Dotson will come, and, and it, it will just um, set our hearts aflame for our families. If, there's no doubt in my mind, every one of your listeners that, that, that are listening to this broadcast have someone in their family that they love, that they know, they care about deeply, sure. that needs Christ, that we, needs we all help, do. that needs hope, you know. Yeah. And, so, and so we're going to provide some very concrete things that evening. And so I hope that people will come. And of course, to hear Dr. Dobson uh, will be just a, I think, a monumental and historic thing. I really agree. And folks, I wanted you to uh, please stay tuned to the American Family Radio Network. You know, I I met Sammy earlier today with um, Ronnie Floyd's assistant with the executive committee of the Southern Baptists. I said, listen, Hey, guys, I need a full court press. I want you to message on this, and American Family's going to do that. What's interesting is a lot of people have come to the table with an open hand. Um, not This is not for money or whose logo is on the poster. This is for revival in America, and we're coming yeah. together. June 6th is a night you want to be in Orlando, Florida. Hey, we got a break. We're going to pull away. We're going to continue talking with Sammy Tippett. With Sam Hicks, we're talking about the gospel in our world, in America, and in your heart and life as well. Stay tuned. Airing the Addisons on the American Family Radio Network is coming back after a brief break. And uh, your calls, much good content, and more. God bless you. And remember, your labor in the Lord is not in vain. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. so hopeless. hopeless. Is there any hope? I, I just feel like there's no hope at all. Is there any hope? Get hope. Last year I visited a startup company. That's TWR president Lauren Libby. It was in Silicon Valley, the hotbed of new ideas. What an intriguing culture. A culture in which six months is an eternity. A culture in which people were sleeping under desks and eating cold pizza for breakfast. Why would people get involved in this frenzied culture? Why? Hope. Hope is what the future will bring. Success, a future, financial rewards, and notoriety. Most notable accomplishments have come from people who see a future and because of hope, give their lives to making that future happen. Jesus brought hope, not short-term, startup hope, but hope that lasts forever. 
Need more hope? We have resources waiting for you, including a free devotional. You'll find them at GetHopeRadio.com. That's GetHopeRadio.com. The AFA Pastors and Wives Fishbowl Retreat is coming fast, and we still have a few spaces left. The AFA Pastors and Wives Fishbowl Retreat is coming to Pine Cove Camp near Tyler, Texas, March 31st through April the 2nd. The retreat is three days of relaxation and encouragement for pastors and their wives. It's a chance to address the challenges which are unique to a pastor's family. Pastor Bert Harper of Exploring the Word on AFR and his wife Jan will host the event. Our special speaker will be Dan Celia of Financial Issues. And it happens midweek so you won't even need to miss a Sunday service. Materials, meals, and lodging are included in the cost of registration. But hurry, space is limited to just 30 couples. Learn more and register at repairingthefoundations.net. That's repairingthefoundations.net. Or call 662-844-5036, extension 300. The AFA Pastors and Wives Fishbowl Retreat. We'll We'll see see you there. there. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, geologist and president of the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris. In total, how many animal species have been found in the fossil record? You know, Chris, the answer to this question surprised me. Evolutionists are fond of talking about millions and millions of fossil animal types, but in reality, only about 250,000 fossil species have ever been found. That's far fewer than the number of species that are still existing today. And it certainly is not many compared to the millions and billions of animals which must have existed if evolution were true. What we find in the fossil record are clams and snails and coral, the very same kind of animals that are alive today. Face it, Chris, evolution didn't happen. It's not happening today, and it didn't happen in the past, as recorded in the fossils. What happened is creation, just like it says back in Genesis. To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Call us at 800-628-7640 and mention the promo code FACT. Yeah, I'm solid, I ain't moving unless Christ tells me to do it. Y'all better watch it, my Christ with amen and hallelujah. Cause he paid it and he said it, and the page is where we headed. Trials and tribulation, running and crying, people be The number is 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Maybe you've got a question. We're talking with evangelist Sammy Tippett and one of the organizers of the Big Hope for the Home Rally uh, in June in Orlando, and maybe got a question about revival or winning a family member to Christ or just what what does the gospel mean? Also with me here is Sam Hicks, and we're going to talk with Sam here in a few minutes. But um, Sammy, before we get too far into the show, you know, let's talk about the gospel, because nowadays, I mean, we see so much about hate speech and you know, there's been the, the attempted normalizing of homosexuality, really the mainstreaming of homosexual relationships, and, you know, openly gay characters are on television shows and in ads. Um, as I read the Bible, the gospel says, repent of sin. So here's my question, evangelist Sammy Tippett. How can we um, tell people to turn from sin to Jesus if they don't really believe there's a sin they've committed? and are guilty of. Well, you know, there, there's got to be a lifting up of the holiness of God and then an application of the grace of God. Uh, it, it's very interesting from my perspective, just when you look at what Jesus told his disciples to do in Luke chapter 24, he said to bring the message of repentance and forgiveness. 
And so many times what happens is people fall on the side of forgiveness or they fall on the side of, of, of repentance. And it's not an either-or, it's a both-and. Uh, there, there's got to be repentance, and that repentance uh, is, is forgiveness through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, this is who I am, this is how I am, and so forth. And I think that's the great lie, is that uh, Satan has convinced people that I am this so I can't change. And, and uh, the, the, the truth is, no matter who you are, if you want to be what God says, he will give you the power to change. And that comes through his resurrection. The Scripture says to believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And when there is that true faith, he has the power to transform the human heart. Mm -hmm. No matter who you are, no matter what you think you are, Christ will change you and make you the person that he says. And then uh, when we believe on his death, that's where forgiveness comes, because he brings forgiveness and washes away that past. So through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, we have the power to change, and we have the power to be forgiven. And those are the two things that keep people from, from really um, experiencing what God has for their lives, that abundant life. And so I think we've got to come back to the basics of what the gospel is, and, and not just preach one or the other. We must preach both. And when we do, there will be transformation, heart transformation and life transformation uh, of, of people. And I have seen people from the worst backgrounds to uh, people who live in um, very nice lifestyles, but their lives have never been changed. I've seen God change both. And, yeah. and I, I can tell you that he will change the person who's listening to this is saying, oh, I'm struggling with these, these feelings of... of, of sexual attraction to uh, a person of my own sex. I can tell you that Jesus Christ has the power to change your life. And if you participate in it, he has the power to forgive you if you will come in a, with a broken and repentant heart and, and, in Christ. And I think we don't need to be ashamed of that, that message, you know? Let me ask you that, this, uh, Sammy. Uh, yeah, we don't need to be ashamed of the gospel. You know, Romans one sixteen, Paul said that. And uh, I, I do think that um, the Church has really softened its voice, really, and it's very counterproductive. But what I was going to ask you, don't you think that Christians everywhere, the um, supposedly 100 to 130 million adult Christians in America, and only God knows the real number, but the Church, believers that actually like ourselves, believe in the authority of Scripture, we should be praying for the Holy Spirit to pour conviction over this nation. As, as I see it, Sammy, I mean, um, people have to be humble and broken and ashamed of their sin to turn to Christ. Absolutely. I mean, w wouldn't it be appropriate if we prayed for the spirit of conviction and repentance for God to mercifully pour a spirit of conviction over this nation. Should we be praying for that? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I believe that without that, we can't, we can't do it. Uh, uh, you know, there's two places of power in the Scripture. One is in the, in the Gospel, the power of the message of the cross, and the two, and the second is in the person of the Holy Spirit. And so Amen. without His work, 
uh, in the human heart, there will never be that genuine conversion of the heart. Um, you know, I, I, I heard this week of a man who had uh, heard me talk about evangelism. He started um, among his family, by the way, and he started praying for his family and started sharing the gospel. And he had a cousin who oh, had become trans- transgender, a man who had become a woman and was flouting it everywhere. And uh, this person uh, heard the gospel. He shared the gospel with, with his cousin, started praying for for him. And, and the cousin was put in prison, and in prison uh, was reading a, a book by Johnny Cash about his life story's conversion and was converted, and he called home to his mother and said, don't call me by a woman's name anymore, I'm a man. <laughs> Amen. And, and then there was true brokenness and, and conversion of the human heart. And uh, so, so, but only the Holy Spirit can do that. Otherwise, yes. I mean, we're just yes. speaking into the wind. And, and that has got to be the work of the Holy and that's what we need to be praying for. Uh, praying for that, and that's what I'm talking about when I say revival praying for a revival that will change lives drastically, do what we cannot do in our own human effort, but what Amen. he can do. So uh, we, we need the power of the gospel, and we need the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what will bring the transformation. Amen. Folks, you've been listening to Evangelist Sammy Tippett here on the American Family Radio Network. Alex McFarland here sitting in for Will and Miki, coming to you live from the National Religious Broadcasters uh, convention. And by the way, for the rest of the afternoon, we have some dynamite programming uh, here and some great guests. And Sammy, I'm going to let you go right now. We, we got to have you back on and we'll be in touch. But folks, again, Saturday night, June 6th, Orlando, Florida. Um, I want to say two things. It's going to be open to the public, James Dobson. Uh, it's going to be a night of spiritual power as we pray for this nation. Uh, but if you're a Baptist leader and you're thinking about, uh, is this the year, should we send our pastor to the meeting, or should we, as leaders, go, yes, yes. Because frankly, the, the future of the Southern Baptist Convention is really at stake, the theological future. Is it going to be that Great Commission force that it's been for 200 years? So, Sammy, thanks. We're going to stay in touch. We'll have you on again. One, one more time, give your website, brother. It's www.sammytippett.org, S-A-M-M-Y-T-I-P-P-I-T.org. And it's been great to be with you, Alex. Great to be with you, my friend. We'll talk very soon. Okay. God bless. You, you know, folks, and by the way, you're listening to the American Family Radio Network. I uh, opened up the show with one of my favorite verses, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. And it says, uh, Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, now, why? Well, 1 Corinthians 15 begins with the resurrection of Christ. And I want to say this, if you need the power of God in your life, look, if, if the Lord can resurrect the dead, He can meet your needs. He really can. And your life matters, and Jesus loves you very, very, very much. And, and Jesus cares about you. And, and it goes on, in light of this, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the, the work of the Lord. Why? Because you know your labor in the Lord is not in vain. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. I really love that. You know, Paul, Paul had been thrown in prison. He had been arrested, falsely accused, beaten, and died uh, pretty uh, indigent, actually. 
um, maybe he had no idea that his life's work for the gospel would radically change history and touch um, several billion lives. But he knew his labor in the Lord was not in vain. And I want you to meet a very special colleague who is doing a great labor for the Lord that it's maybe not going to be on the front page of newspapers, but it is changing people's lives and saving people's souls. Sam Hicks, I want to say thanks for being on. Thanks for waiting while we... No, um, that was great. That was great. Uh, well, God bless good you, to hear brother. that word from Sammy. Well, it is. It really yeah. is. And um, God's got you doing a lot of interesting stuff. You're kind of like, uh, you go places that are not exactly safe sometimes. Sure. Last time I talked to you about a month ago, you had just been in... Um, a country that um, I'm not going to name, but it was uh, a special operation for God and country, and uh, we appreciate that. So, so tell everybody about what you do. <laughs> uh, so our, our organization is really focused on, um, you know, well, first of all, anti-trafficking, it's a buzzword for sure today. There's a lot of people in the space, in the states. There's a lot of organizations uh, that are supporting the, the awareness factor. There's just a lot going on, which is a good thing. Um, we're specialized, either retired special forces, law enforcement, or intelligent personnel with a background of that, that we go into uh, international operations. So we go into countries and work at the highest level we can with those governments. Uh, sometimes those governments are very corrupt, but God gives us favor to network in the right direction and, and uh, find the attorney general that wants to work with us, uh, you know, um, the right people. And uh, then we set up operations to help them with their, their difficulties in trafficking. And, how, you know, particularly in the last year and a half, we've been very focused on the traffic routes to the states. So that's Central America, that's South America, that's the Caribbean areas, uh, because the, the landfill numbers for our country are overwhelming. Um, you know, we're finding a Haitian girl in, in a state in, in the states who's nine years old. And nobody knows where she came from. You know, right. and uh, so, you know, we're we're hitting that We're we work very hard in the capitals of different countries uh, in the borders of those countries. Uh, we are we're not an awareness group. We're we're a tactical militarized unit that uh, assists and accompanies and advises and trains a unit there to join us and work with us uh, so that we can go in and extract these girls. Yeah. Uh, is the majority of of human trafficking related to prostitution? Yes. I mean, you know, what drives this is this has got to be said here because we talked about James Dobson. Um, what drives trafficking in the States is child pornography. What drives trafficking overseas is the orphan crisis. Mm -hmm. And when those two things meet and they meet a lot over the Internet, then you get all types of evil. I was part of an operation. I won't say which country just three weeks ago, um, a five year old and an 18 month old we had to rescue. And they had, they had been sold in images to a man in New Jersey, child pornography, through a European country. And that American solicited through that country into the next country to say, please provide pictures this way, and I want to buy those children, and I'm coming to get those children. And so now, that, through the IP address, can they go find yeah, so and apprehend these yeah, criminals? We, all types of technology go into effect there, but what the end result was that we, you know, uh, entered into that that place and rescued the five-year-old and 18-month-old made the arrest with the attorney general of that country along mm -hmm. with other uh, people and then also the man in, in New Jersey was arrested so and all of that was stemmed from his his perversion his desire for you know an age that just doesn't seem 
natural at all. I mean, uh, the average age of what we rescue has been nine around when you get into India, Pakistan, those places around nine years old. Uh, when you're in Central America and those places, you're looking at about 13 years old. But look, there's there's nothing I haven't seen. There's no age that has not been, um, you know, exploited. This is so sad. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, America, um, often seen as this great sanctuary because of Christianity and the family. Um, in fact, uh, I've traveling and speaking, I've met many people that, uh, like during the time of Hitler, um, when they said uh, American troops would enter the European villages to liberate people from the Third Reich, you know, grown men would be weeping because whenever they saw that American flag come, mm-hmm. they knew we're safe. Mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. has been the, that beacon on a hill, as Reagan said. Mm-hmm. But as Christianity has been marginalized and the family has been weakened, here's my question. Is Christianity, uh, I mean, is America the recipient of people in human slavery, or are we even sometimes the the creator of people in human slavery? Um, we are definitely indirectly uh, the problem, and uh, because our 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 consumer base of what we use and what we buy daily is often made by slaves, really? you know, in, in other countries. And, w- uh, would you say that everybody in their house has some product they've purchased sure. that had contributed yeah. to human slavery? Yeah, I mean, people, that's, that's why fair trade is an important thing to understand and to, right. <laughs> and to try to uh, abide by. But, um, you know, and then on the other side, flip side of that too is, or on the same coin we have, uh, not just the slavery problem, and there's 41 million slaves in the world today is the estimation, uh, but also is the uh, the other trafficking problem of sexual exploitation, you know, and whether that's through images on the Internet or that's actual purchasing girls through, you know, prostitution rings or or in other countries that where prostitution is not illegal. Um, you know, Americans and Europeans are definitely the customers. Mm. We're talking with Sam Hicks. What's the name of your organization? Or uh, LanternRescue.org. LanternRescue.org. Uh, and we're going to come back. You have time to stay? Through? Absolutely, yeah. Um, maybe you've got a question for Sam. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. You know, my heart just is heavy hearing these numbers. Uh, that many people in slavery, that so. many lives exploited. And, and we know the problem is sin, isn't it? It is. It's the heart. Uh, I mean, it is. And Jesus Christ is the one who can change the heart. Uh, you're listening to Airing the Addisons, Alex McFarland sitting in for Will and Miki on the American Family Radio Network, coming to you live from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about more about Jesus, the one who sets people free. Stay tuned. We're back after this brief break. it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. When I was coach of the Indianapolis Colts, we evaluated a lot of draft prospects coming out of college. Sometimes a player would have plenty of experience, talent, and skills, but in spite of it all, if DNDC, DNDC stands for Do Not Draft Because of Character, No matter how great a prospect was, spending a draft pick on someone who lacked character could be a costly mistake that could disrupt the team, impacting its work ethic and stability. 
Reaching your goals is important, but the way you reach them matters more. God is interested in your success, but he's more interested in your character. Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. More at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. Join American Family Radio for Super Tuesday election coverage. Tuesday, March 3rd from 8 to 9 Central. Tim Wildman and Ed Vitagliano will be joined by News Director Fred Jackson and VP of Operations Walker Wildman, along with AFA Action Vice President Rob Chambers, to bring you news and commentary. Get reports as the returns come in on this pivotal night. Don't miss Super Tuesday election coverage. Tuesday, beginning at 8 Central on American Family Radio. Brought to you by AFA Action. Today's culture is opting for entertainment rather than biblical enlightenment. For those who resist that trend, Friends of Israel shows listeners why loving the Jewish people and supporting Israel is important to the Christian faith. Friends of Israel shares biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah and promotes solidarity with the Jewish people. This is Chris Katolka of the Friends of Israel Today radio program heard each weekend on this station, and here's what's happening in Israel. Friends of Israel, Saturday afternoon at 2, here on American Family Radio. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt, and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found... Trinity. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. God that I'm after I just can't serve two masters And before something happens I gotta turn it all around Because I know I can't just have my cake and eat it too Cause it's really Welcome back to Airing the Addisons Alex McFarland sitting in uh, By the way, Will and Miki, they often speak at our camp And let me throw this in uh, We do a summer camp, an apologetics camp for youth Last year Will and Miki came. We had students from seven states learning how to defend their Christian faith. And I got to tell you, um, Will and Miki just were so awesome. And if you're listening to this show, uh, you know how wonderful they are. By the way, our annual apologetics camp is going to be July 20 through 24 in Western North Carolina. Would love to have your youth group come. And we'll do all the fun camp stuff, you know, ropes course, zip line, and all that. But we go over 15 sessions on how to defend the Christian faith. And we've got a lot more coming up, and my website is alexmcfarland.com. And uh, right now, though, we're going to get back to our conversation with Sam Hicks. And um, we've got a caller. We've got uh, Maxine, I believe, on line one. And thanks for holding. Welcome to the American Family Radio Network. No, I'm sorry, Robert uh, in Maine. Oh, yeah, Ro- Robert, hi. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, I, uh, I'm enjoying your show. Uh, my, word will, will, my word will not return void. Hey, 
this is what I'm thinking. This is what I've experienced. Most people really, really don't believe in hell. You know, the Bible doesn't say if you make a mistake, I'm going to throw you in hell. The Bible says if you practice these things, that's where the danger is. And I've just found people don't believe in hell, and they really don't know much about it. And from what I've read about it, believe me, partners, and you you well know, Alex uh, and Sam, we don't want no part of that. And yeah. uh, that's that's really all, that's the main thing. People, I mean, that stems from not believing the Bible. And you know, here's the, oh, everybody does it, you know. And hey, well, I'm just get, taking a break here, you know. I'm just enjoying myself. No, if you, the Bible's uh, absolute about that. If you practice certain things, if you practice certain things, you're not. Well, getting yeah. I don't care how much you, you know. I don't care how much you believe. Let me jump in here and have uh, uh, Sam Hicks respond. You know, you were talking about pornography and slavery and exploiting human beings, and whether it's um, sexual sin or, or whatever. I mean, like the caller says, we've got to be forgiven. And I, let me just ask this. Um, do, the Bible teaches there is a hell for those that reject Jesus. Uh, it's not just... Uh, annihilation and nothingness the bible is clear there is a hell am i right sam yeah there is and um you know it's a 150 billion dollar industry now the the trafficking problem in this world and it's it's surpassing the the drug cartels because mm-hmm. a girl is a reusable commodity oh my so Lord. if a child that is you know in a third world country is being trafficked for four dollars you know a use um, that's where it starts, but the end game is if that child can be brought to the states. Now we're getting into thirty thousand dollars and maybe a three hundred thousand dollar lifespan use before she is uh, just no longer usable. Uh, she dies literally, and um, that happens. And people are shocked by that, and they don't they don't realize that it, it's occurring. And the levels of that are going to happen more and more uh, if if the the hearts and minds of people aren't changed. If we don't have a revival, sure. you know, and uh, that is the solution because the ideologies of some of these countries is also what perper- you know uh, forwards uh, trafficking because yeah. the girl is just something that they can use and abuse you know just property hey folks triple eight five eight nine eighty eight forty if you've got a question on human trafficking and you know frankly the shocking shock heartbreaking numbers about the ages and the numbers of people that are being just abused. And and if you want to call and ask a question, 888-589-8840. Sam, I think about this. Every human being is made in God's image, has worth and value and dignity. Every human being is somebody that Jesus loves and gave his life for. Um, when I speak at colleges, every now and then a professor will say, well, I don't believe in sin, and I think people are basically good. Um, have you seen in your work to go into the you know, dens of iniquity to save people, have you seen the depravity of the human heart? Yes. Um, I thought with ISIS I had seen the full depravity, but um, I've even in the last two years, I've seen it even further, just the abuse of what um, men, sinful men will do to, to others. What, what would you say to a pampered, posh Westerner who doesn't really believe sin exists? 
I will ex- first of all examine their own heart, huh. you know, because I wake up every day and say, God, keep me from my, my sinful self, you know, and my tendencies and who I am. So uh, that person, I probably can't convince much just because, you know, they don't see it in themselves. But, um, you know, definitely in America, there is a there is a, a thought process that says you're not accountable for many things. You know, everything is a result of something emotional in your body or some other thing. And, and, and there's not even addiction anymore. Yeah. But I do think if I could step some of those folks into some of the places I've been, they would uh, at least be reflective about, man, you know, what are my thoughts and, and tendencies? We're going to go to Ohio, where I was last weekend. Tim in Ohio, thanks for listening to AFR and welcome to the program. Hi, this is Tim. How you doing, Alex? Good. Uh, nice to hear from you. Thank you for calling. What, what's your question or comment? Well, my comment, number one, is I'm just sickened that it's from the United States that most of this comes from. It just really uh, sickens me. And just uh, my heart just dropped when I heard that, that uh, statistic. Uh, I also wanted to just ask from Sam, uh, how do we really help and what's, what's the response that the Christians should make and how can we really work and, and do better at stopping this? at this point sure um well first of all as a christian we we covet people's prayers and uh that's part of why we've had such a small footprint we've never been unannounced for years and now we're you know i'm on the radio so we're doing it because we need your prayers this this battle we're in is it is a fierce one it is a fierce war and we covet your prayers and thoughts about us every day and uh because we're if we're not in an operation we're planning an operation and and doing those things in third world countries and places it's difficult i mean i i kid you not literally last weekend the judge that was supposed to accompany me in one raid got in a shootout on the street with a policeman I mean, you know there are variables that are difficult in, in difficult in countries like that so we need your prayers too i mean i just like anybody else we are privately funded we don't we we don't seek money from the government uh, we do not seek money from the sovereign nations we work in um, not that they would have it but uh, it's just best we remain these tactical missionaries or humanitarians, you might want to say, who operate in a s- specific area. And so for that reason, we have to be funded. And um, none of us are paid. We are volunteers. You know, I can literally tell you like 98% of the 98 cent of your dollar goes to a rescue with us. And, and you work with um, law enforcement and retired military and um, people? Yeah, all of our team, our, t- our whole team is retired, um, not just law enforcement, we're retired special forces or like law enforcement. We get into somebody who's like a 20 year hotches recovery person, you know, that kind of level, and then intelligence people. Um, and, uh, and then in the governments we work in, we work with the highest levels that we can. You know, because the end game in these countries, we don't just want to go in and rescue kids. Yeah, sure. We have to go in and we, and we, we train a unit within that country that's kind of got jurisdiction over the whole country, like an FBI team. And they work with us, and we're we're missionaries to them, Alex. So we like, I know their families, their kids. I give them the gospel. We're, you know, Amen. we do all of that. And then we risk our lives together. And then over time, they begin to take ownership of that in that country. They become the anti-trafficking unit, you know. And and the long-term solution, I would think, has got to be that people in positions of leadership, uh, elected officials in these countries, they need a Christian worldview that human beings are not animals, human beings are not physical property, human beings... Well, it's just like here in America, human rights was birthed out of a Christian worldview, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and and 
you get into something, the real thing that can change the environment of that country and the issue at hand are those we rescue. That girl, our labor is not in vain because we're going to facilitate that the aftercare goes to a place that this girl hears the gospel. Amen. I do not want to save and risk my life and save a girl from one hell to put her in another. Mm. It has Say to. Say that again. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to risk my life, my team's life, to go into hell to risk a girl just to put her in another hell. She has to hear the gospel. She has to be given principles of forgiveness. She has to hear that God has a purpose for her. And when that happens, man, they change so quick. It's amazing what they can do outside of Christian, outside of America's drugs, therapy, and psychology. It's amazing what happens with just the gospel. You know, yes. it's so fascinating. These these are the most scarred individuals you could ever imagine, and yet they are restored. And yet they have smiles on their faces. And yet they tell me they want to be a nurse, a doctor, a teacher, you know, just six months later, you know. Yeah. And they are the ones who will change their country because they will be women who stand up. I, last, Also, I had a busy weekend last weekend. Uh, <laughs> on Saturday, that. after race, on Saturday, another country, we taught 70 women that had been in trafficking an empowerment course how to mar through martial arts and combatives defend themselves, right? 70 women. These are 70 people that think a different way than everybody else in their country. And they're going to change it. Yeah. You know, they're going to be vocal to their government. They're going to be vocal to their people. They're going to be saying, this can't happen in our country anymore. And, and the reason is, is because they have a biblical base now. You know, they, they've heard the gospel and they've accepted it. And so those become our... our those become our counterparts that can really change that country over time. You know what, uh, folks, uh, Alex McFarland here with uh, Sam Hicks, and we've been talking about human trafficking. And listen, uh, there there have been a lot of things sold as contraband over the centuries. I mean, spices and coffee were contraband. And it's it's bad enough when you've got something like drugs or alcohol, but when human beings, I mean, People steal humans because they can put a mark up and make money. Lives are exploited. It's a terrible thing. Now, America was different than that, and, and there were a couple of things that changed England. Uh, the Wesley-led revival in the 1700s, William Wilberforce ended child slavery in England. In America, we had human rights and freedoms and liberty. Why? Because we believed in God. We believed in morals. We believed in the, the technical term listen carefully, is natural law. It's truth. It's morality. It's ethics. Now, folks, I, I just earlier today, Sam, before I came up here to be on the radio with you, um, was sitting down with a publisher. We're, we're crashing. We're going to have a book out in about three months before mm -hmm. the election. I'm writing a book on morality. Why? Because listen, folks, and this is why you need to pray for America. And, and maybe you're a Christian and you don't like to talk about politics, but listen, um, when we talk about abortion, when we talk about gay marriage, when we talk about transgenderism, abortion, gay marriage, transgenderism can only be seen as legitimate in a culture that has rejected moral and objective truth. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, Sam, mm -hmm. I was just at a college to speak, and a, a, a young man that was identifying as female was taking me to task that I would not refer to him as a she. And by the way, did you see how there's there's a male who ha was um, a loser in weightlifting, so he identifies as female, calls himself Laurel now, and he's winning all the female he's weightlifting. Winning. Yeah, that's this happens. was in the this happened in every sport. Yeah, so this male and and I said, look, you're an XY chromosome male, and he's you know he said 
basically, if you were one of my professors, I would sue you. I was a guest speaker at a university. And I said, well, you know, it's unfortunate that, that academics are having to be forced to do what they know is false. Mm-hmm. And uh, I won't go into the entirety of the conversation, but folks, do you understand as we've um, caved and capitulated to the, the pressure of the basically gay mafia, the people that want us to abolish morality, where it, it will become illegal to acknowledge just natural truth, what that's opening the door for is this thing that Sam right. and his team are fighting. Right. Human right. trafficking, slavery, prostitution, the abuse of infants. Give those ages again. I, I'm, my heart is breaking to hear yeah. this. You've rescued how many months old? Uh, down to 18-month-old. That are know, being just, used? Just, recent, just the recent rescues were a 5-year-old and 18-month-old girl in one country. In another country, it was a 15 and 16. And then in another country, this has all been the last couple of weeks, um, it was seven more average age of 13. And, and being used for things like Internet porn and things like that? Yeah, Internet porn to they're being sold 30 times a night in the back of a club. You know, they're being held, they're drugged. Sometimes we administer Narcan just to bring them to, you know, to make the extraction. Um, you know, they're, they're a piece of property. Let me tell you, hell is going to be hot for the people that are doing that kind of thing yeah. to precious, vulnerable children or anybody. Give your website again. Uh, LanternRescue.org. LanternRescue.org. Folks, but the good news is, I want to give you some good news. This is a great time to be in the service of the Lord, so pray be a person promoting truth. Be a person willing to do what God calls you to do. There might be somebody listening, and um, number one, the call is to be saved and know Jesus, but to grow, to serve, to see your friends and family come to Christ, maybe to get, give your life to some sort of ministry like Sam Hicks has done. So keep listening to AFR. We're going to try to encourage, equip, and mobilize and dispatch the army of God to change the world for Jesus and to save this nation. Pray for America. Be informed, be registered, vote, and vote godly. Alex McFarland here, so glad you've been with us. Thanks for listening to the show, and we'll be with you again soon on the air, I hope. God bless you, and God bless America.